Life situations. I'm right now working in a warehouse. People working in a trailer. I'm working in a trailer. Live in a trailer yeah. park or whatever. But they're cool people. Like it's just their situation in life was different than like what I came to. And I honestly respect it just because like I grew up very poor. Like, yeah. My my dad literally raised five people with a thirty thousand dollar income. Oh wow. And it's wild. I've lived in a trailer park. I went to like my dad's own two houses. He owns everything he's bought. Like he makes more money now, of course, but he never made my mom once work or anything. But because of that, I think I learned to respect people that lived in lower means, you could say. And yeah. that's why I'm I'm big on like I'm never gonna judge someone because of what they have or not. Like it's I remember one time like when I was a kid, I laughed at someone's car because they were like backfiring and rusted. Yeah. And my dad literally like yelled at me. He's like, just because they don't have that, like a nicer car like we do, doesn't mean they don't have anything else. Right. And it's still taking them where they need to be. You need to be respectful. And that's when like I started realizing like, oh, shoot, we're actually kind of in the same boat. Yeah. Just my dad was able to get a better car or whatever. And that's the one thing that like I've always learned like to respect people because it's like. I work with these people at the warehouse. They don't have much. Like when they, I first got there, they like. And they're probably at, some of the nicest people too. Yeah, they're super nice. Like they literally, like at first, they were like kind of like hesitant, like try to like talk to me. Yeah, like who is this guy? Yeah, but then they like met me and they asked me questions about like the things in life, like situational things, okay. like things that like kind of make sense in the sense of like I bought a house. How does that work? Mm-hmm. What do you need for that? Some one lady was even like, "Oh, you're college educated. You made probably a lot of money." I'm like, "Yeah, you could say, but I'm like, there's people out there who still made way more than I did, you know." Yeah. But it's just like, I don't think the education means anything. It it, it just I I think all all I think college did for me was I met people that in the community mm-hmm. that in, are in higher positions that if I ever needed something, I could reach out. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Whereas Or like taught you how to like work with people who are slackers. That's really what it taught me. Yes. Or how to bullshit, honestly. Yeah. So a lot of it is just like speaking with confidence. Because I honestly think my personality, the way I'm can talk to anyone, I'm confident about it, got me to where I'm at with a lot of people. But then when people like I know if I like, oh yeah, I have a degree in this, I've worked with this company, so so and so, I know so so and so. They change their persona yep. to be more friendly towards me, yep. this, this, and that. Golf is one thing. Golf is the easiest way to talk to people that are owned business owners in the four-way community, in my opinion. Yeah. I think, like, when you run into people like that, that not – it kind of sounds bad, like, that can do something for you in a sense, like, or it's good to have their contact later in life. Like, just showing interest in their lives, like, asking them questions. Like, everyone – loves to talk about themselves and that's like i did want to i have like two other comments i feel like (laughs) we could literally talk for like three oh yeah for sure i talk a lot that's what i said so do i but like everyone's like it would be i couldn't do a podcast it would be so hard but it's like how often do you get to sit down with someone where like i know like we're more conversational but some 
I've, and I knew this would be easy just because like you also want to start your podcast, which I do want to talk about, but with certain people who may not be as easy to talk to as like you are, who doesn't want to sit down and like have a two hour conversation about their life? Like how often do you sit down and someone only wants to talk about you? It doesn't happen a lot. Like a lot of times when we're sitting down and we're talking, we're thinking about what we want to say next and how we want to add to the conversation and talk about our, ourselves. So it's just like people love, like people's favorite topic is themselves. You're in your head all day. You know what I mean? I don't mean that in like a weird egotistical way. It just is what it is. So when you're golfing, I'm sure you ask people questions. Yeah. And then they learn to love you. Like, that's part of like um the book like how to win friends and influence people simply just ask a fucking question yeah because that's actually one book like i read snippets of i want to read the whole thing but it's just like oh i've been doing this i think i have this. it if you want it i've been doing this i, I mean i'll borrow it for sure. <laughs> yeah. um but basically uh like the people i work with the warehouse um i found out one of them like has a daughter or whatever was sick and i knew i'd pick up on it i was like oh her daughter's sick because I felt weird. Like, I don't want people to think I'm different because of like this guy used to work in corporate. Yeah. Like they you're the, not better than anyone. The else. The guy gave him a rundown of my background like the owner did. Mm. And I'm like, man, just you should just said, oh, yeah, this guy's just going to help us out for the season or something, you know? Yeah, but like, you're like, there. You're there, too. <clears throat> they were you hesitant. Know? Like, there's nothing wrong with that. They were hesitant. Everything. You're, and, you're all doing what you need to yeah. do to make money. We did the same job. Like, we're doing the same job. And it's like, okay, like, I didn't like that. Because they were kind of, like, weird about talking mm -hmm. to me. And then I was like, hey, how's your daughter? Does yeah. Does feel better? Just, like, remembering. And she literally goes, thanks for asking. Oh. No one's ever asked me this. Oh. So, like, I always ask them, like, go hire your daughter. Like, one of them, she has two daughters. She's a single mom. Has to do it all on her own. And, like, she just got him a kitten. And she's never had kittens or she has or something like that. She asked me a lot of questions about cats because I have cats and yeah. dogs and whatever. And so I just told her, fill her in. I was like, oh, your girls will love it. So I asked her period. I'm like, oh, how are they doing with it? And they, she like she likes that. I actually have, they like that. I have interest in their lives other than anything else. Yep. And remembering little things about people. Yep. Like goes such a long way, especially in sales. Like mm -hmm. I literally, there's this guy, he was one of my customers. He has a son and like he went to like school somewhere like in Michigan, played soccer for school. So I instantly, I know soccer and I would ask him about it. Yeah. And I, I had never started a conversation like business. It's more like, Hey, yeah. how's this going? How's your son doing? Like, yep. there's a great good. The I genuine know, aspect. Yeah. Like I know fall breaks coming up. You got any plans with it? Oh, he loved it. He loved it. Yeah. And he was cool. He'd send me stuff without like, he didn't care. He'd send me emails like, hey, I need to buy this. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I am um, sorry not to interrupt you, but I was in an interview, which I they they were my business partner. So we all worked for the same company. But like it was kind of like we were doing things for each other. Mm -hmm. And then I wanted they were hiring someone. They're adding a person to their team. So I interviewed for it. So they knew me. And in like basically like what it was is like in my industry, it's like a heavily like male dominated industry. And it would be like very front facing with a lot of guys where like interacting with them like on a regular basis. And in the interview, I forget exactly how it was worded, but like one of their questions was like, what's something that you feel like you would need to work on to be like better? Like, like what's one of your like uh, weaknesses or downfalls that you could work on 
and learn for this position to be better. And and this was like so genuine. I was like, honestly, sports. Like, I think I would excel better at this job if I knew more sports. You're like, I want to. To just be able to like have something to talk about because small talk is so important without making it feel awkward. And sports is such an easy topic that I know nothing about. <laughs> you, you can't be like, here's Abby. Go sports. Yeah. Go team. Like, did you see the game last night? Like, How many touchdowns in a hockey game? Which, something? like, I know, like, the Packers, and I don't really follow it a lot, but, like, I hear from my mom. But that's it. Outside of that, I don't know anything. And they laughed so hard. <laughs> they were like, you're hired. <laughs> I mean, that, that's another thing. Just being open, honest with people. Like, yes. <laughs> now that I have a new job and I start it in like two weeks, I'm going to miss working with the people I worked at the warehouse. Yeah. It's just some of these people are the most genuine people you'll meet in your mm -hmm. life. And it, it just annoys me when people try to like shun people on like their status, dude. Like that stuff's so annoying. Yeah. And that brings me to my other point that I wanted to say is so – going back to like how like you had life experiences like where like you've lived in certain areas and you've had you know less money than you do now whatever whatever like even though i lived in a very so like i say all the time like i was really lucky to have like the mom that i have just from giving me certain life experiences because she is very much she doesn't judge anyone else for anything whatever if they have a million dollars versus if they have zero dollars to their name and um so i grew up in a more like affluent part of town where like people grew up in mansions but we ourselves just based on our home like i know we were probably more fortunate than some people but like my mom struggled after her divorce and at one point like we almost lost our house so like seeing her like go through all of these struggles with money just in general I learned a lot and then like she works at a factory so she has a whole gamut of different friends some that are less fortunate than her as well and so like we grew up around all these people but, like when you're younger i think like when you get older you that's when you learn to like start judging people if like you see other people judging people but if you're just around people from a young age you don't even realize that that's not normal so I grew up around all these different kinds of people and I just feel so lucky because like I I know that everyone is different and honestly some of the people who like had no money to their name that we grew up around were the nicest people and would do the most for us more than the rich people, you know? And so I think just getting those experiences is so important and very similar to you. I see a lot of people, especially in the corporate world, kiss ass to leadership. And sometimes it works, not gonna lie, it does. But then they're fucking assholes to people who are equivalent or lower level. And you bet your ass, I know everyone that has treated me that way. And if I'm ever in a position to like ever hire them, I would never do it because it's bullshit and i think i get along with leadership so well because i treat them like i would treat everyone else they're human that that's the thing like i went from working for business corporate to being back down in 
to me, it's not the slums of being down in the lower ones. Slums to me is like not having a job and like yeah. worse things. There's and different levels. Some people think, oh, I have to like step down, work at a warehouse. It's like, uh, be grateful you have a job for one. Right. Uh, this is literally like a. If that's what you have to do, you have to do it's it. It's what I had to do for myself, my family, so we could keep living the way we're living until I find something else. Right. And I already did. So it's like I've been at this job for not even two months, you know, and I already found something else. Yeah. But I'm so grateful for this business owner because he actually said, I'd rather give you work to do. I know it's not the pay you're used to, but it's something to do. And I said, right. I appreciate it. And I'm actually going to give him a two weeks. Why? Because they literally helped me out when I was on my yes. low. And, and why it's a being I? a good character person. Exactly. It's more of like, thanks for doing this for me. Right. I'm going to give you two more and then I'm going to start my new gig. Well, and if you in the future ever need again someone to okay. rely on, like he knows he can rely on you. Like don't ever burn a bridge. Like that's so dumb. Even if you think you'll never see that person again, like you you literally never know. Well, that's the thing is like back to like all these people I work with in the warehouse. You never know. Like one of them could honestly like mm -hmm. be the next big thing. Right? For some reason. It's you never know life is unfair. Yeah. You don't know when it's going to hit you for my wife and I, this year has been like the worst year we've had because mm. of like job stuff. Cause yeah. she also got laid off earlier in the year. Oh, okay. But she found a job. So two layoffs in one year. In one That's year. A lot. Like, and, and with her, I told her, don't worry about working. We'll get through it. We yeah. got through it, but I realized we spent more than we needed to. And it's like, I don't want to go through this again. So I was more of like, proactively trying to find something for the time being mm -hmm. so we wouldn't be back on that because we were like we went down had to recover and then back down right and i said no i'd rather keep us steady and then recover from steady instead of like yeah down. yeah and i tell people don't be an asshole to people that you shouldn't be an asshole to people remember because yep. like you said i would remember too and i'm petty about that shit and it's like oh, i'm so petty bro i will i'll be that. nice to their face <laughs> because i'm still gonna give them the respect but hell no yeah and kiss assing stop it people shit's annoying i hate it i don't so do it frustrating have self-respect to yes. me if you kiss ass you are not respecting yourself well i think it does work on some people because i have seen it work but sustaining that it's never going to work and i think people will eventually sniff it out when you are being a kiss ass like just be yourself that that's my thing is like just be a good person <laughs> yes be, it's not that hard like, it's not hard just live your life do what you gotta do for your family it's like don't 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 overthink it like, right if your life is i just want to go to work go work out after work have my one hobby hang out with my dog be it <laughs> you just described my whole life like i mean <laughs> i didn't mean to but <laughs> but yes do that it's like everyone's different but if you're over here like go to work try to be someone and like like step yourself down to a lower level to try to be somewhere else then go home and only worry about that job because let's be honest i think people that kiss ass that's all they think about yeah like don't let don't let that affect you at home don't let like i tell brenna one thing i always did if i had a bad day at work I got home. I just didn't want to talk about it. I just want to leave it. I didn't yeah. want my kid to be around that energy because screw that. I'm not going to like take, bring that home and make everyone else's life miserable. 
But if you do have to, I think that kind of used to be me. Like, I think it was kind of like a perfect storm. So part of it was, um, I'm hyper independent to a fault. And I know like where it kind of stems from is like not feeling like I could rely on anyone to take care of me. Um, So I think just like acknowledging that to like helped a lot. Just I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, why am I beating myself up? Because I was like, I got to hustle as hard as I can to do as much as I can to make as much money as I can to get as far as I can. But I still don't think I was like a kiss ass. But it's like I made that my whole personality and that's all I could talk about with people. And I feel like with healing that side of me plus doing the podcast I do think has helped because I have a different passion in life. Like I don't give a shit about my corporate job. <laughs> like I I care about it because it gives me the life that I can live from that aspect. And I have enough respect for myself because I want to do a good job. But outside of that, it's like it's just a job. And I'm not going to stress about it. I think – and I get it. I know people want to do a good job, et cetera, et cetera. But I think some people put too much pressure on themselves to be amazing at their job when it's like, if you died tomorrow, they would replace you the next day. And everyone is replaceable. Yeah, because like you said, where everyone's replaceable, there's jobs out there. Like, yeah, it just depends what you're willing to do. And in my opinion, it's like just have self-respect for yourself <laughs> yeah. and think what you want to live. Cause like I told Brenna, cause people were like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, all I want is I, I've told her, I want you to never have to worry about, are we gonna like afford this, which we're fine, but it's like, I don't ever want her to be like having to worry about making extra money. Like, let me take that burden on. Okay. I don't want like, my kid ever be like oh well i need this for school and we can't afford like yeah i my goal in life now is basically like i want us to like get a bigger house because that's what our main goal is Mm -hmm. this next one but like you know this year just hasn't been in our cards for it get a bigger house for us to live in um move closer to her family so she my son can be with his cousins and everything yeah and that's it like that's what i care about i care about more hanging out with her like if my buddies want to hang out cool but i'd rather hang out with her do stuff with her yeah and i want her to like hang out with her friends too but if it's like difficult for her at least i don't want her to feel like she has no one else to hang out with i'd rather be like oh let's go do this let's do that and like i just want them to be taken care of and if they have other goals whatever you do them but that's what i care about i just want them to have a house i have to worry about anything else if life throws something where one of us has to pick up a second job i'd rather be me than her yeah and it's just like i've done enough in my life i think experience wise that i don't care that i'm not doing a lot of stuff like some of my friends are trying to do because like i traveled across country when i was in college i would buy myself tickets on trains i'd go somewhere else like i didn't care like i would do it yeah and that's the thing. Like, I just don't want them to like be left without anything. I literally told Brent, I was like, as long as I can keep playing golf and have my car hobby, don't care. Right. I was like, I don't care about anything else, but my priority is them. And for us to have a house and just live comfortably. Yeah. I think that's, um, which I don't know, like if you were doing all that stuff because you liked it or what, but I feel like I used to kind of live my life a little bit like with like FOMO. And 
at the end of the day, like I wasn't actually like thinking like, do I like doing this? A lot of things that I did, which part of it was because I didn't have like a partner. So I would say yes to a lot of things just to keep my life busy because that did fill my cup up since I am an extrovert. Like staying at home for too many days makes my head a little squirrely. So it was partially because of that. But I think it's there's like a beauty in growing up, having your person that you enjoy spending time with and then being able to sit there and be like, what does make me happy? Why am I doing all of this stuff? You know, like, does it fill my cup up? If not, to hell with it, you know? And just like really focusing on like your goals of like, what do I want in life? Like literally, like I think, uh, like I said, I became a dad and I started thinking like, what do I actually want? Like I have friends, you know, they're like, oh, I want to own like a massive house. I want to own a super nice car. I want to own this. And it's like, at the end of the day though, like, is that really going to make you happy? Like, yeah. have you found what's going to make you happy? Like, if you're single your whole life and you're happy with it, whatever. Like, everyone's right. different. It's cool with me. Don't care. But when you try to, like, change what I'm looking at, if you try to say, well, you should look at, like, I don't care, bro. Like, yeah. this is literally what I care about. If, like, Brenna's, like, um, one thing, I know how to work on BMWs. And she's, like, ooh. And, like, BMWs and, like, German cars, like, our Porsches and Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want to have a cool, fancy car because I know how to fix them. <laughs> and I said, that's the only reason we'll have them because we can afford the maintenance because I yeah. be me doing it. Yeah. And I said, if that's what you want, whatever. Like, eventually she's like, I'd like to get like a Porsche, like a Panamera or whatever. Mm-hmm. Something like she wants a cool mom car is what she calls it. And I said, whatever, <laughs> dude, if you want to get that, I don't yeah. care. Because I've had a BMW and stuff like that, but like. For us, it's like Toyota all the way because they're reliable. You don't have to really get them like they don't break down as yeah, often. Yeah, it's as a good others. car. But it's just like that's one of the. I know that's one thing she wants, and it's like we'll make it happen. And it's, yeah, it's but just, it's good to have happen. goals, of course. Yeah, so that's like one of the things she wants. Like a super nice mom mobile is what she calls it, <laughs> and she wants to put like freaking bluey stickers on it. I'm like, whatever, dude. It's your car. I don't care. <laughs> like, do what you gotta do. Um, but yeah, it's like, she has her goals and I'm here to support her if she wants to do something with yeah. them, whatever. Like if she was like, I want to be a stay at home mom, be like, well, we got to figure out how to make extra money. And if we did, I wouldn't care. I'd be like, cool. Yeah. Like, I just wouldn't care. Like who wouldn't want to be a stay at home parent? Like, it'd be nice, but it's not affordable in this economy <laughs> unless you make like a crap a shitload. Yeah. Yeah. I... Like, I genuinely love kids so much, and, like, I used to work at a daycare, so um, I don't know. Like, I've thought about it, like, not, like, my entire life, like, whether I would or wouldn't, and for a long, long time, I was, like, no, I could never do that, but that's when my career was, like, such part of my personality, but I still don't, now, like, now that I'm older and I'm less about that, I still don't know that I would. (coughs) Because I do think it's, I think sometimes, and this is not all, always, but I think stay-at-home moms can sometimes lose a piece of them. And I I know it's it's so important for myself to not do that. So I think, like, showing my kids that I can be my own person, personally, I feel like is, like, the best for me. So I don't know. Like, in my dream world, I would have kids and I would be able to, like, podcast or do something more creative for my entire life, not necessarily corporate world, but you got to start making money on it. Oh, well, yeah, it's like (laughs) you got to get yourself going. And then once, if you can make it sustainable, just keep it going. 
Yes. Because I know Brenna, she's super artsy. Um, I know one thing she wants to do is like do art again, like fine arts, not just like graphic design stuff. You're on a computer all day because that's what yeah. she does as a day job too. Um, but basically it's like, I'd love for her to get into like doing her painting. She, cause she knows how to paint and all that stuff. And I know she would do that if she was a stay at home mom, which would be cool, but it's like right. right now we're not in a situation where we can do that. But if eventually, if it was, it's whatever. Cause I told her, I was like, I wouldn't care if I were, cause I'm like, just seeing like when I had, when I was like left, when I was laid off from the other job and then I was like, Oh, I can live off my severance. And after going like not even two weeks, not even a week and a half, I was like, I need to do something. Yeah. And even her, she's like, well, if you're going to this new job, you should give yourself a week of not doing anything. I'm like, bro, I can't. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm done. I am the type of person that needs to keep going. Go, 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 yeah. go, go. Like, and it's like, it's just weird. I don't know. That's just how I am. And she's like, well, because she pointed out, she's like, well, you've been working since you were 14. And you've never had a break. That's why you're like this. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, you're right. I never take vacation days or personal days. Oh. And like, so I've I've been those people where like, oh, no, I don't take vacation days. I don't take personal days. Like, yep. I always work, 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 work. Mm -hmm. And she started telling me, you need to, you need to do this. Especially like when we Yeah, you got to like, learn to take time for yourself. Like, you know, like all the miscarriage stuff happened. And it's just like, I hope she doesn't get mad at talk about that. But also there needs to be like a light on that. Because like women need to talk about that shit. Like, yeah, after going through through it with her i understand now why like why are women talking about it and then yeah. i look at like how douchey and pricks dudes can be and it's like dude get the fuck out like if this was your wife you'd want to be like knowing about this i think that needs to be highlighted more like we need to normalize that and it's like after going through that it affects you as a guy too yeah i and, was just about to ask that yeah because i started actually taking personal days days off where if it was just me doing nothing working on my car um, sometimes it was just me going golfing, like, cause the golf to me, it's like, you, there's nothing else. You, you play it, whatever it's done. And I'm not the type of golfer that gets mad if I have a bad shot and breaks my clubs. It's, I'm more of like, well, it is what it is. Move on. Yeah. But like, I started taking personal days because of her pushing me. Cause she knew something was up. Like right. I was, I did not take that stuff like all that well, but yeah, I had to contain it. Cause again, the whole can't show emotions. You need to be tough, blah, blah, blah. Well, I could like almost see it as, um, so I've never personally gone through that. Um, but it's like the, like the woman has to have that burden of it didn't work out for them. So it could be like, they're, they could potentially blame themselves or, you know, like what could I have done differently? Like I've heard women say that, you know, like, oh, I shouldn't have ate that or I shouldn't have done that activity, but I didn't know, you know what I mean? And like you, like at no fault your own because you just physically can't have a kid. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you probably feel like you have to be in, like, the supporting role with them dealing with that. And I could see how hard that is because still at the same time, like, it's your kid too, you know. Yeah, because like, the, the what could haves also mine, affect you. Yeah, because my thing was more is, like, I was frustrated myself because, like, I couldn't do anything about it. Mm. It was more so on her. But also it's, like, I didn't want her to feel bad. Yeah. And it's, like, because um, I found out, like, I'm actually a very emotional guy just – holds it all in yeah and then that's one thing like i like that she wants me to show more emotion yeah because i'll be honest dude if you're a dude cry don't care like <laughs> yeah. do it it's yeah that's what one thing with my son i want him to show his emotions i don't care if someone makes fun of him i'll believe tell him be like dude just ignore him walk away who cares like you yeah 
you don't understand how like much that like contains puts stress on you that you, it's not needed. Like when you cry, like it lets out like the bad hormones, so then you can regulate your your yeah. system. You know, like crying isn't a feminine characteristic; it's a human characteristic. Yeah. And so I feel like guys get blocked, like emotional blockage when they don't let it out. Yeah. It, and then these guys are like, well, you have like macho man thing. Um, there's a guy, a boxer named Canelo Alvarez. He's a Mexican dude. There's a video. His trainer told his son because his son, like, he wants to be a boxer. He was sparring with another kid. He's a tiny kid. He got hit. started crying. Oh, you're, you're a man. You need to do this. His trainer's an old school. Canelo came over and said, no, don't tell him that. He told him you cry. Yes. It hurt. That is. You do that's it. That's the strength. This dude's the There's most strength in that. macho guy you'll ever meet. He beats the crap out of dudes. Like, he's three-time champion in, like, different weight mm -hmm. classes. Dudes look up to him, think he's, like, an alpha male kind of guy or whatever. Yeah. Like, dudes need to stop that shit, too, by the way. But all this stuff. And it's like, and he tells his son, be emotional. Show your emotion. Don't contain yeah. it. It's like, this is a new era, dude. You have to. Yeah. I would always say like like how I would describe like a perfect guy would be like someone that's like very masculine but can also sit and cry with me. And then everyone told me I was delusional because those two things don't coexist. And it's like here I am like proving them wrong. Like Omar will literally cry if I'm crying, you know, because it make it pains him to see me upset. Or, you know, like if he talks about things, like there's certain things, you know, that have happened and in his life that he will if I talk about it, like he gets emotional. But he's also like such a masculine man and he takes care of me and he makes me feel so feminine and like no one's ever been able to do that. And so I just like I always tell him like I love that he has those two sides to him because it's a normal human emotion. And I like that he's not like blocked, you know? Yeah. It, I think it needs to be a more normal thing. Yes. It's like, yes. I've learned to do Cry it. on this podcast. Let's show people. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing to cry about right now. Okay. So we had a, everyone knows I do it in 30 minute segments. So I had to pause it. But while we were on break, we started talking about comics and stuff. And, you know, there's always a story like, what I've been saying is like everyone has a story and sometimes I'll have people come on the podcast where I have like very little information on them and then it turns into this huge thing and then we end up crying and laughing and I hear, hear all about their life and I'm like, no shit, literally everyone has, has shit. Everyone has something. And so like I know we were just talking about like men like showing their emotions and crying and um just some some backstory I guess for the listeners like you have been thinking about starting a podcast of your your own yeah and you thought about doing like a golf podcast but you, what you were just saying is like should we just have like should you just do conversations yeah because uh, like i was telling abby um i've been really big into like just learning about like biographies of other people like what they went through where they got to like i'm kind of like um I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast because <laughs> he just brings everyone in anything. Yeah. And I know there's people that take clips and completely throw it off of hand. Right. And usually if I see one of those, I actually go listen to that whole episode to see exactly what was said. Right. So it, stuff like that. And I'm more of like, I will listen to anyone and everything, even if we don't have the same views, mm -hmm. just because of the reason of like, you never know what they went through or what they're going through kind of deal. Yep. And if at the end of it, you're still not agreeing with them, it's whatever. You can do that. You're an adult. You yes. can let it go. You don't have to talk to them ever again. And 
that was my thing like ah, i would do like a golf one but like i have buddies that are kind of like hit or miss on like helping with stuff so it's just like why would i do that mm-hmm. so that's why i haven't started i was like i ha- i know how to do marketing i know how to do design i know how to do like all the audio editing all that stuff yeah even video i was telling you about my camera i can shoot 4k and all that and it's just like i needed to know what what it's got to be about and it's like i met so many people in life from just me like being out there yeah you know so many people the whole it's who you know i think you know more people than i know and that's like people make fun of me like every time i go out into this world they're like you're gonna run into someone yeah it's like like omar's like you're gonna go to egypt and you're gonna probably run into someone you know yeah (laughs) gosh i wouldn't be surprised because i remember actually you almost met brenna at o's you were oh i just missed her yes you missed her (laughs) And I, cause I went to the bathroom and I saw you yes. and I talked to you briefly and then I went back to her cause we were waiting on pizza. And that literally that same night I get there, I go to this friend's birthday, which it's more of like my friend's really close friend, but like I was still like invited. And then literally the guy that introduced me to Omar. So one of my, like one of our mutual friends, mm-hmm. but like before I even met him, he shows up and I'm like, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm here for this birthday. I'm like, I'm here for the birthday. Literally there for the same birthday didn't know they knew each other and then i'm on the like the the dance floor slash like where you like watch the band yeah stage area and then you come walking in i'm like what the hell you're like wait wait a minute (laughs) i I was like are you here for the birthday like no i'm actually here for something else (laughs) but yeah no yeah and that's the thing is it's like um it's just wild like i kind of Cause I know people like in the music industry, I know people in like the car world, like, yeah. like professional motorsport industry, like, and then just people are in general, like just, I know influencers like in the golf world as well. And it's just like, I've always put myself out there. Like mm-hmm. I always went for opportunities. Like I had this, uh, golf influencers, uh, merchandise guy reach out to me and well, the guy himself is called Bob, the sports. Mm-hmm. So Bob, um, they call him Bobby fairways. He, He's like almost worked for Barstool, but he went on oh. his own oh, wow. and he's pretty successful now. He has like golf clubs and everything like a sells merch and everything. And one day I was watching an episode and I drew something up on my iPad while watching his like pot his YouTube. I said, screw it. I'm going to send it to like him to his everyone else is involved because like a lot of people don't understand. Like they're like, I want to work with these people. If you don't take risk, you're never going to know what's going to yeah. happen. You have to kind of show up in a way that not everyone else would show yes. up. And I sent him stuff and weeks went. And I was like, what? I really didn't see it. Who cares? It was worth yeah. a shot. Move on. Kept watching his stuff. Then one day, he we were literally at Kroger. And I go, what the fuck? Like, why is he messaging me this? And then I see it and it's him. Like, I'll even show you on my phone because people think I'm bullshitting. But I'm like, I kept that message. I didn't delete it. It's oh, on yeah. my DMs and Instagram. I DM with Nikki Glazer. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, um, who's another person? Like, there's a bunch of other golf influencers that, like, they just talk to me and people don't realize it. But, like, my friends, I told them about it and they're like, you need to do this. this. I'm like, it's not how it works. It's not yeah. how it works. Because I have friends that all they care about is fame and mm. trying to be mm-hmm. there. I'm like, I don't care, dude. Like, yeah. Because one thing people always say like oh who do you know in music and i want to mention person i met is skrillex so like mm-hmm. skrillex's um creative team his main creative director liam has known me for about 10 years now oh wow he follows me on the twitter instagram do i talk to him like i used to know like he's still but you could have things. him on a podcast yes 
Like, there's stuff like that. And I don't try to ever gloat these things because it's like, I don't want people to be like, oh, yeah. you like do this. I don't tell about people that I like I've conversed or been around with. Like, so, Halsey, I went to see a friend of mine that was playing a show in Chicago. I saw him on the dance floor. And then I met the Lewis the Child guys, and I've talked to them. So they're like a DJ duo. Talked to them, hung out with them. Then we went into like the backstage area. Like there was like a little room area. Mm -hmm. And basically we're just chilling, hanging out, whatever. They had to go perform. But I knew like this other guy that was a promoter. And um, the main headliner, his name was Lito. He's like some Norwegian. I think he's Norwegian or something like that. He's from Europe. Mm -hmm. He's a good producer, music producer. He did stuff for like... um, I think he produced some stuff for the weekend, um, Halsey, oh, wow. stuff okay. like that. So that's how he had the connection with Halsey. I wasn't expecting to see Halsey. I met Halsey without even wanting to meet her. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, it's Halsey. So, like, talked to her for a bit, and then she went and did her thing. But Damn. I wasn't like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, like, I tell people, like, I told Brent, I'm like, if you would have known me then, you could have probably met Halsey, too. Like, I tried <laughs> to give her crap for it. But, like, I'm always in a situation where I end up meeting someone that has, like, some kind of influence in the world. Yeah, damn. But I'm not like, oh, yeah, like, oh, my gosh, like. I think people can, like, p- pick up on that. So, like, um, when I say, like, I DM with Nikki Glazer, it's not like we're having, like, conversations back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's more of, like, I talk to her and then she responds. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's just quick. I think it's because she really cares about, like, her podcast fans. Yeah. So, like, um, she calls us her besties, which is, like, uh, like kind of like a she's not being serious you know it's kind it's of like, more like it's like a, a joke a joke yes. behind it like hey bestie like kind of making fun of it but if you like start off with saying hey bestie and i think she like put because when you have like a business account where you're like promoting something you have like your general which is like mutual friends and then a random i forget what it's called but there's like three different piles like where like the messages get filtered in because I have a, the creator and you one. can you can move them into certain spots. So I think like the people that reach out to her that are besties, she moves into a different one. So she sees those like up top. Yeah, because I and she sometimes replies in like five minutes. Yeah, because I have a creator account for mine. OK, um, yep. So, you know, because like with golf stuff, like I tell people because I used to work in social media things, too. Um, a lot of people go, well, I want to be endorsed by a brand. I'm like, eh. It's a lot about who you know a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah. Or if you're product selling stuff. Right. But like with Bob, he literally goes, hey, he didn't message me. He says, because I want to get back. To, I get distracted. I I veer off into other things. He goes, hey, man, um, my merch guy liked your stuff you drew. Mm. So did I. Hit him up. And what ended up coming out with it, it was like, I don't want to like put this out there. But basically, like I... I would do stuff, but like what I did, like what I wanted to do, it wasn't a for sure, like, okay, this may or may not happen. Mm-hmm. And I just want to leave it at that. Like, cause there's other things involved, like other logistical stuff. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's like, I like Bob. I'm not trying to like bash on him on anything, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it just wasn't a, at that point in time which was last year this time mm-hmm. was not for me i was like no i i'm not gonna do this yeah i love the opportunity but no like yeah i still follow bob like anything if i ever meet him it's cool whatever right um but it's just don't stop watching his stuff don't stop following him it, it yeah. was more so on like logistical business side of things that i just wasn't fully there so yeah. i didn't want to do it right 
Um, so it was nothing he had. And that's where we were at. But right. he knows who I am. Yep. His guys do too. His one of his other co-hosts, he we talk here and there like you with Nikki. Yep. But with him, we talk like we shoot the shit. Well, I would like never reach out and be like, hey, Nikki, do you want to come on my podcast? Because it's like, oh, my low level that doesn't make me any money podcast like that. Like, at that point, she would just be feeling obligated, which I'm not saying she would ever consider it. But you never know. I know her personally through her podcast, given I say that she does it three times a week. A lot of people think that they know me just because they listen to me. I mean, it used to be like once a week. It's less than that right now. But, you know, they think they really know me inside it out. But it's like you only know one hour of me. So I get it from that perspective. But it's like just based on what she has said, I think she would consider it because she would feel obligated. And I never want to do that. Like my goal is truthfully to eventually get to the point where if I were to ask her to come on my podcast, it would benefit her or to get to a point where, like, where her and I are like actually friends. Cause I do think we'd be good friends Yeah, <laughs> in my delusional brain and where she would want me to come on her podcast. Just cause like she doesn't do a ton of like promo stuff. Cause like I know a lot of times people go on podcast tours because they're promoting something and she doesn't have a lot of people come on because she feels pressured. She has a successful podcast by talking to her friends. And then all of us listen to it, and then we become besties, like, with her friends. And I absolutely love it. It's my favorite podcast. The one thing I would do if I were you, because I this is how I've gotten to meet people. If we've had, like, back and forth, like you mm -hmm. have with her, she's ever local, be like, yo, I'm going to be at the show. Can I just, like, say hi? She does do meet and greets. Talk to I you. I did go to her show, which I tend to recommend. Um, I didn't do the, the meet and greet, though, because I felt like – I don't know. I feel like weird pressure and I DM her a lot. I don't want her to feel weird. Cause well, maybe next I've thought about maybe next time, but her, one of her co-hosts Anya Marina, I did talk to her. Cause I was going to say like, cause if, even if it's like, Hey, you want to get tacos or like, I know a place <laughs> that's here. No, it literally works. Like, I don't know. I feel like I have a nervous. friend. He is a producer of music and I found out he had a mutual friend and, um, Basically, I was going to be down at IU, figured out he went to IU. I messaged him. I said, hey, man, I'm going to be at IU. Want to meet up, hang out? He's like, dude, stay with me. Like, let's let's hang out. Oh, damn. Never but met him. And I stayed with him in his apartment. He took me to shows he was playing because he's a touring DJ also. Yeah. And he has like a duo group and everything. Um, and his name is Nick. And basically, he's now living in L.A. He does music production for people, makes money off of it. He tours even on his side gig stuff. He came to my wedding like the, oh, shit. the dude's cool as shit. Like he'll text me here and there. I'll text him here and there. Yeah. He's from like the South Bend area. So like we kind of like because I grew up in Plymouth area. Yeah. And basically like he's cool as shit and you never know. And it's just. But is it weird? Like it would it be OK. Think of it from this perspective. Like I listen to her for an hour three times a week. I talk about her every single episode of my podcast. I love her. OK. I am convinced we would be good friends. But she knows nothing about me nothing besides what i've shared with her in the dms you know what i mean yeah so wouldn't that be like kind of weird i don't know i mean so you gotta take it into this like how is it that you get to know someone you hang out with them. i know i know and like so it's like where do we bridge i got but it's like i don't know maybe eventually i'll have like a great it, podcast to invite her out on i don't basically know. how i tell people is just don't be weird like <laughs> Just like, okay, if you think you're like overly like 
messenger or whatever like I don't which know. i'm not i like, it's always yeah. very relevant she asks like, for feedback she asks for stuff like every day every day every, or you know. i'll just like like so like one example of like where like she has interacted with me is on her podcast she was deep diving and it was partially because she was doing a bit about having kids and why people want to have kids and so she was genuinely asking like why do you want to have kids so i dm'd her about like my story she responded she's like i love this take thank you for sharing she read it on her podcast so it's like it was a little bit more than just me just sending a dm and her not reading it like she literally read my word for word my dm about why you know so i don't know i think when it comes to that like with my experiences of like meeting famous people people of high influence it's like it's a risk if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen they don't see it they don't see it you don't lose anything on it and honestly like i said you never know it's like how many of these like famous people have regular ass friends oh yeah she has a lot but also she just like um and again i don't know her personally but like just from what she says it seems like she's like a regular ass person and she's a gemini i'm a gemini we have squirrely brains she overshares i overshare i feel like we would just like would definitely get along and i, I don't think she's someone that like thinks she's too good for people you know what i mean like i think if she genuinely met someone she likes she just would be friends with them i i honestly think it's like you just have to take that plunge that you never know i'll like, damn her this clip like let's be friends <laughs> well because that's that's my thing is it's like that's how i've met people that's how i've like even if it was for like a short time like i knew him for a bit yeah but they knew who i was was it my goal not really but at least i got something that other people like want to be and also don't be that weirdo like overly hype i just think you're good at this though and you're I, good at casually just like saying like hey what's up like you're good at conver conversating it just feels so easy i don't know how you like which i'm saying i don't know how you do it you're, you're better at the me personally i I don't know. I don't know why I grew up. My mom was like, you never shut up. Even that's Brenna. <laughs> like my same. My dad goes to Brenna and he, like word for word goes, he never shut the fuck up as a kid. <laughs> I was like, yup. And then my kids out here like toxic and like not toxic, uh, talking around and yeah. playing. And he has a huge imagination making sound effects. Who does yeah. sound effects stuff? Me. Same. And Brenna's like, well, he didn't get that from me. I'm like, yup. <laughs> And that's why, like, it doesn't bother me because, like, she was like, yeah, he won't stop talking about it. I was like, yeah, because he never shut the fuck up as a kid. And I'm like, damn, okay, dad. And like, I guess he is mine. Yeah, basically. And it's like, if I no ever questions. had a doubt, oh, my God. But basically, like, I just want my kid to have, like, the same opportunities I had as well. That's another thing. It's yeah. like, I'm not saying, okay, some people might be hearing, like, I need to just DM, like, my favorite person yeah no there's a point i've seen people literally annoy the crap out of people because yeah. they think oh i'm gonna it goes back to don't be creepy don't be weird <laughs> there's yes. a fine line and you can't teeter it it's like you have to make the effort but not too much don't be like don't be thirsty about it yes because you know if nikki met someone that was like a crazy fan I would say I will. I be probably your seem like that right now. Blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. Though, like, I feel like they would show up, and be like, "I made you this. I can I like have your nail clippings or some stupid <laughs> shit like that." Like that. That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. that to me is crazy. Like, if I was like 
high person of influence. I'd give people a time of day because they're like, you wouldn't be nothing without them. But at the same time, yeah. you know, there'd be a point where you're like, okay, no, that's too much for me. Yeah. You know, your boundaries. And I think as long as you respect people's boundaries, like treat them like a normal person, yep. respect their boundaries, just come out. I'm like, Hey man, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. Done. But if she's right. like talking with you, whatever, like you can even make it like, Hey, if I'm at this show. You want to just like, get food i know a place or just be like hey i just want to thank you for like reading my message or like yeah. actually taking the time to respond like i know i always thank her for her content because like she normalizes the crazy brain yeah she says what everyone is thinking and some people are off put by that but i think that they're just like not like self-actualized it's oh like, yeah. no she says what we are all thinking and then normalizes it so then i don't feel fucking insane and so i thank her for that yeah because it, it's like I know some people like she's more like normal. She wants to be normal, treated normal. Yeah. Because we, Brennan and I watched when she like during COVID, she went back home to her like her yeah everything. I couldn't watch it because I didn't have the channel. Oh shoot! Uh, really? Yes. I there was like I one free on episode streaming. on YouTube. Okay, think, I'll have to look it up now. I'll ask Brennan. I forget where we watched. And it. Andrew Collin fucking love him. Yeah, it's like I forget where we watched it, but Brennan remembers because we watched it and she seems like a normal person. It. And that's the whole thing. Like, I know some of the times I don't want to be friends, like, with a bunch of people. But it's more like how you come off. I don't think you'd be a creepy super fan. So, no, no. I just feel like I know her. And, like, even not to, like, I'm not trying to compare myself at all. But I do know that there's people that listen to my episodes, like, every single week that may not be one of my, like, close friends. And, like, they start messaging me on Instagram because, like, they think that they know me. And I love that so much. I'm like... Because my energy personally is like, I want more friends. I always am like trying to make more Me friends. <laughs> yes, we're like a lot of like in that. And, and so like I have found it's a little bit harder to make friends out in the wild. It's easier now that we're in our 30s because I feel like girls would be more about like their current friends. Whereas I think we realize as you grow up, you need your girlfriends. You know, you need that support system and things change like kid people will have babies and not that they're being a bad friend because they just don't have enough energy to give you as much so it's good to have friends in different stages of life if that makes sense and so i'm always trying to have more friends so like when people start dming me like they know me because i know that they're listening i fucking love it i also i really feel like brenna and i would be friends i don't know if she feels this way after this podcast listening to this but like like we'll sometimes dm and i'm like yes like i, I i've been saying this I'm like we need to hang out we need to hang out so yeah because yeah. i told her like when i was texting you and you're like omar's egyptian i was like bro omar's <laughs> egyptian he goes what and then we're just like yeah i didn't know this <laughs> and then you're like yeah but he is from the middle east i'm like wait is egypt middle east and we were having like a moment like, yeah brent and i will get into like these weird like tangents okay like one thing last night i like bull riding it's the thing we do in Mexico. <laughs> you do? Yes. Dude, love it. PBR stuff, like professional bull riding in the U.S., I want to go to it. Last year, I wanted to go for my birthday. Wait. We didn't get okay, tickets. wait, wait. You like watching it? Yes. Okay. I, I thought you meant doing it. No, when I was a kid, I did it. With okay. My, like, yes. like are you my, out here riding a bull? When I was a kid. You're about we to turn 31, break your back. Oh, hell no, dude. <laughs> we did like calves. You barely sit on my couch with your knees. Yeah, right. Calves. We <laughs> We rode calves and they would fuck you off so hard it sucked. But I like watching it. And okay, one, that makes more sense. One though. thing she goes, she's like, I don't know, if she, she gets embarrassed. Or I don't care. I always expose her like this in public. Anyway, <laughs> she goes, 
putting her on blast. She's like, hey, um, do they like neuter these like bulls? Neuter's the one for the males, right? Yeah, spades female, like, yeah. So yeah, neuter. Do they neuter his bulls? I'm like, I don't think so. Cause usually you can make them meaner if they still have like their nut sack. Yeah. Okay. And she goes, okay, well, I've not seen anything because aren't bull balls like pretty big? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I said, I'm pretty sure they're there. She goes, no, there's no way. So then we pause. I we love were, like, slow mo That's pausing. some shit I would be asking. <laughs> You're zooming in on it. No, we slow mode paused it on the TV on YouTube because I was watching the highlights for like this last year. Last <laughs> Let me night. see those bull balls. <laughs> I go right there. She goes, there's nothing there. I'm like, well, between his legs. And I'm like, pa- I'm like, She's shaming the 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 bull's little ball. Well, the thing is, they were just <laughs> smacking its gut or whatever. <laughs> but basically, she like she goes, "These are real answers that we need to real questions in this world." And I'm like, "We're gonna find out the real important questions." Yes. And then we see. I'm like, "They still got the nuts. They're just flopping around, <laughs> getting hidden." But yeah, that's stuff we like will do is stupid things. Like Trust that. me. Okay, you this, get along with this convinces me even more because yeah. the, the shit that I think in my head that like the amount of things that I've typed into Google, it's so fucking embarrassing. Oh, me too, dude. It's another thing I always tell her, I was like, You only married me for my money. I don't have money. And she just goes, <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. I'm like, Yeah, that's why you're here with me. <laughs> just for my money i just yeah. do stupid stuff like right that. And, give her a hard time oh yeah i do weird stuff around her she doesn't care she's used to it yeah. like especially my kid he's like a literal copy of me and he's just <laughs> she gets a double time and she's just like what the fuck? i feel bad for her sometimes but like i think that it's like beauty in that because i don't know i would i like have been hearing people say like how do you know like if like you're with the right person yada 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 and just I don't know. I've never met someone until now where, like, if I would have a child that's exactly like them, I would absolutely love it. Or, like, if I had a daughter who liked liked guys and they ended up with someone just like Omar, I would be absolutely ecstatic. And so I think if there's like some beauty in like, you know, you have like literally an exact exact replica, but she probably fucking loves it. Yeah. Even though you guys probably talk her ear off and she can't talk like at all. To yeah, because we're the opposite. Like he is an extrovert and she's like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, he had a little birthday party and she's like, don't make me go to this alone. Because I already had <laughs> I already had a round of golf plan. Yeah. But I was like, nah, I'm gonna go to it because he wanted me to go. And also it's like it's like his school best friend. Yeah, and I think it's big because it's like I want to meet his parents, just see like what kind of people they are, whatever. And I'm not gonna judge him, whatever. It's just more so like I want him to be on mutual ground. Like, yeah, like who is he around? Kids hang yeah, out. if they have a play, if date. they want to have a play, they cool. And so that's why I went just to meet his classmates, some of his classmates, like um, yeah, his friends and stuff, because you know it's an important thing in my opinion. But yeah, she was like, "Oh, I don't want to go alone." I'm like, "Why are you so anxious? Like, it's fine." And mm-hmm. she gets like, oh. "Like you said, she has to mentally prepare for it all." Yeah. Whereas yeah. I'm more of like, "Yeah, whatever." Eh, okay. I just like have never not to like brag or anything, and I obviously people are so different, but I've never worried that I will be in a room that I won't know how to navigate just because I can pull shit out of my ass. Oh, same. Like, Brenna will sometimes, like, so when we were first dating, I always had to tell her, just go with the flow. Because she would ruin things. I was setting up, just to <laughs> fuck with people or whatever. 
and um basically like uh because i'm being j- jokes and stuff. like doing a bit yeah like, like so, do it do it for the bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. like i'm like this could have been a clip but you messed it up and stuff like that and um i that, do it just for my own personal entertainment yeah like, like i'm bored here let me just like fuck some shit up yeah basically and because i've had friends like why don't you try to do stand I'm like i am the type of person that can't like i have to pre-do it and i always thought comedy was a Oh, like do stand is you said do stand up? Yeah, like oh try yeah. Because people told me like you should try and do it. Like I feel like you, I'm big on like I don't think I can. Omar like, tells me this not, all the time. Like I don't think I could do this, but it's literally like maybe I should try it because I found out like a lot of these comedians too. write their shit beforehand. I'm like, oh, I oh yeah, like I got stories and stuff. Cause yeah, Brenna they have like, like bits like planned out and they like work it out. Because Brandon literally goes, dude, how the hell do you come up with some of this shit? And like I know when I'm always with our friends, I'm always like the comic relief i'm always yeah. like cracking a joke i'm always setting up like for anything anyone says like i'll say it like yeah i'll just know. like throw out a bizarre question and be like like i feel like a hypothetical and then people are like are you on drugs yeah stuff like that <laughs> and it's just like like no i'm bored like you know how matt rife does all his crowd work stuff. yes okay i was gonna bring up matt rife i'm so glad can, sorry can we pause this yeah. really quick <laughs> Okay, so that's like crazy that you brought Matt Rife up because I literally like right before this, I was like, I think you do like comedy. For some reason, I feel like I knew this or maybe I just felt like you would be someone that would appreciate comedy. But like he, speaking of like being good on stage, like I know he's really, really good at like crowd work, but I watched the first clip of his opening joke. It was bad. So I was telling you on the break, um, I watched the special, but we were getting ready to go to bed. So I like passed out halfway through because I'm an old man. And yeah. I just pass out now randomly. And I didn't get to the part that's like creating controversy around him. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about it because I don't know what's going on. Okay. I but can explain also, to you. But basically, it's like with him, I don't know. He, because I knew him. I was telling you, I knew him before anything. And we yeah. watched him open. When he was for, ugly. When we watched him. <laughs> ugly. O- yeah. We watched him open for Burt Kreischer and Brenna didn't realize it till like months later. Yeah. I said, Oh yeah. Like the dude wasn't wild now. And like, mm-hmm. I knew him from that. And the thing with wild now is it's a lot of like crowd work stuff. That's why he's so good at it. In my opinion, it, it's, but now he's doing theaters, which you can't really do crowd work in theaters. No. And it's like small rooms. You can't because people can hear you. Yeah. etc. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. Like where my friends were saying, it's like, yeah, because I throw it out at you doesn't mean it's always going to work because yeah. you always have to expect someone to dish it back out. Right. And I've never been, you never, you can't, you I've, don't know what people will say back. I've been in scenarios where like, you know, you talk smack to people, but it's like, you don't know who's out there that could destroy you. And that's <laughs> why it's like, I feel like if I did comedy, I wouldn't do well. Cause I could not do all it comics do crowd work though. I know, but like, it's like Nikki Glazer doesn't, I feel but like some comics, hard that's all they do. Yeah. I feel like it's hard to avoid though. Sometimes. I think it's good. I don't know. I think it is a happy medium, but I saw Big J Okerson. Oh, yeah. Is that how you pronounce the last name? Yeah, Okerson. He was, did you go to the Burt Fest thing? No, he was, um, he went to the Summit Comedy Club. Um, I didn't know that. So, like, I think they did, like, there were, like, three shows. He wasn't even the main guy. Ari Shafir, not even the main guy. Him, Ari Ari Shafir, and then I forget the third guy, but the third guy was the main guy that I can't even remember because I don't even know who he was. Um, All phenomenal um but uh so the j the big j okerson or whatever his name is 
the whole time he did crowd work. It was so good. Literally so good. But some comics, they don't. And, like, they're still so good. So, I I don't know. I think, like, you can find your groove. But yeah, it's I think it if it's not depends. something you would want to do, though, like, who cares? It's not something. But this one thing, like, I do want to try before, like, you know, I die. It's, I want to go to just once open mic. Okay. Like, so, I just want to try an open mic. So, Omar and I went to the Ruin. I think it's on, like, a Wednesday. I think they have open mics to, like, just the community, like, once a month. You like five, three minutes, something like that. Something super short. I forget how much time they had, but like literally they had like a homeless guy go up and he was singing. So it's like it it was the chillest thing. Like I, I we had such a good time. Like we it was just us. And you could tell that the people that were there come there every single time that they have that. And so we were kind of the oddballs out. Like and like the only chairs that were available were like up front. And so it was like, is this gonna be awkward? But You're it like, was so much fun. So you should like try doing that. You're like, don't pick on me. Because one thing I, I've gone to comedy shows and I never sit up front. I was like, I hell know. no. I'm like, I don't want to uh-uh, do that. No, because I, I, I feel like I, I could dish some stuff back. But again, I don't know where it would be because I'm not trying to bash my friend group. But a lot of them can't talk shit. Like, <laughs> come on. Bud. Like they don't know what to They're say. listening to this. <laughs> it's whatever. They can say whatever. If, hey, if they bring it up. I'd be like, then the shoe fits. You suck at it. So <laughs> yeah. that's on you. That's not my fault. Um, but basically, yeah, it's like I love comedy things. Like, yeah, anything and everything that like with comedy wise, I think it's hilarious. Like, yeah, like Burr. I like uh, I've been really big into Shane Gillis. Like, OK, that dude I just, know who that is, but I don't. Oh, my God. I love Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings. Great. I listened to the Joe Rogan episode with her actually last week, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Like she talked about freaking raccoons on fentanyl and she's nuts. All that crap. Yeah. And she talked about how like she's another podcast I would love to be on. She talked about like birth control, how it messed up with her. Another thing. So yeah. you know how I uh, just to piggyback on this, I'll make it quick. How I said live with someone, you know, yep. she mentioned something that she said. If you're dating someone on birth control, get off birth control, wait a year, see how they change. Because I guess like whatever we put out chemically wise scent, like messes with you. This I, I tr- like, I've okay. So I've genuinely feel like this happened to me. Um, obviously I didn't have like a boyfriend at the time, so I didn't know if that changed per my like personal like experience like with one person, mm-hmm. but. Um, and I don't know the full science behind it, but essentially when you're on birth control, your body thinks it's pregnant. So yeah. the hormones that you're putting out and the hormones that you're attracted to is you are attracted to someone that is going to protect you. So a little bit more toxic, the ma- like toxic masculinity guys. And then when you're off of birth control, you're looking for someone that's a better partner. I think that's what it is. Yeah. And so – it's just so funny because it's like I was on birth control for 15 years, which like who knows? Was it birth control? Was it me healing a part of like my daddy issues? Who the fuck knows what it is? Could have been all of it. But like the people that I was going after were these toxic men. So And then I get off birth control and then I literally find the love of my life. Coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> so it's basically like the whole thing where you're like – because I don't know about you, but I'm always like, how is this chick still with this motherfucker? Yes. It makes sense. Maybe like, they're on birth yeah. control. Like it's like, bro, what? And then they're afraid to get off because they don't want to get pregnant by this like sucker, but they can't leave him. Who yeah, knows? And that's the thing. And then when you said it, because if they, let's say they do get off and get knocked up right away, they're then producing the same hormones, and they still right. think, oh, I need to be with this guy. 
Because I'll tell you what, man. I know some people that I'm just like, bro, your dude sucks. You need to leave his ass. Like, I want to say that, but I'm like, not my place. Not my place. It's like, it's so funny because it's like, I was like, really like, I would try really hard not to judge that. And then now I'm like with like the most amazing guy. And I'm like, it's even worse now. I'm like, you can have a good guy. I did it. It took me six years. I found it. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, why? But, like, it's just like, why wouldn't you want someone who treats you good, you know, and amazing? Yeah. And, but I do know, like, there is cycles of abuse. So I try really hard to, like, and some people may not know any better, or some people, there's a lot of things. And obviously, like, there's been people that I've dated that, like, were terrible humans. So I get it. Yeah. But I just knew I didn't want that for forever. Yeah. Cause, but after listening to her and then now you telling it this way, I'm like, oh, it's starting to click. You should I'm ask like, him if they're oh, on birth shit. control. <laughs> oh, shit. It's like, you, should, go, you should get off birth control, but like, just like make a little, don't get pregnant. Make a little clip posted. It's like, girl, are you on birth control? Think twice. Like, Are you with a toxic guy? Try getting off birth control. <laughs> basically, like, it's just, it could make sense. But yeah, like, I'm kind of glad you brought up that because I listened to her podcast with Joe and I was like, oh, shit, that's yeah. a thing. She See, has a podcast, too. Yeah, things, things I don't know about. Like, um, what's her, Sarian? Um, she does, like, makeup and stuff while she's doing her podcast. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, uh, something. I know her. I think it's Sarian. But she talked about, like, the darks, the dark history. She does a dark history podcast mm-hmm. of birth control, and that shit's so fucked up. Mm. And then Whitney started talking about it and she brought up like some of the things that um the Syrian girl brought up and i was like oh shit there's so much it's i mean so i think up. like women's health in general is like vastly like under researched you know i mean uh, i think it was off the podcast yeah for sure but we were talking about like how like my doctor told me i didn't have pcos but then i heard a podcast about it and like it was a legit doctor who specializes that's her whole job and i'm starting to wonder if i have it again yeah, because it's just it's so fucked up. And that can go with anything, not even just women. It's like we all have to advocate for ourselves. I literally talk about this like almost every episode of like how functional medicine just sometimes sucks. <laughs> I feel I feel like the because like I'm pretty sure it was a dude that made birth control, right? Maybe. I, I don't know. But I'm they are sure. trying male like birth control, but yeah. I think like they had to stop because people are getting too emotional. Oh gosh. But um basically <laughs> God forbid. Yeah, right. But um I think it was like a guy doctor or something where I heard, but I was just gonna say on that, I'm like I feel like they just make things for like the dude's benefit over the women's benefit. Cause you know, some dudes just think with the wrong head at times. They're just like, buddy. Like, you need to think of other things instead of, yeah. like, just your, yourself. Here's the thing. I do think birth control can be a very, very good thing for yeah. women that need it. Oh, me too. Um, I I used to be psycho about, like, I don't want to get pregnant. I don't want to get pregnant. So, like, just the anxiety of it. Like, if I didn't have birth control, I probably would have, like, never had sex, you know, for the longest time. So... I think for people that need it, need it. There are reasons to be on it medically for people with PCOS sometimes, but I think just the education piece. So for me personally, I struggled a lot. Like I genuinely thought I was bipolar at one point because of how terrible my mood swings are. I'd be so high and then so low and then I couldn't stop crying and I didn't know what was happening. And then I was like, oh, I switched birth control pills. 
So I got off of it and then th- that went away. I'm still a very emotional person, but I'm able to regulate my emotions now. And so it's just like getting the education behind it. Like it depletes a lot of your like vital vitamins um, to regulate your hormones. And so it's like it's depleting that and I'm not replenishing it. So now, you know, like I don't, there's a lot with it. I'm, I'm not going to keep boring you and everyone else listening, but it's just like the education behind it. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like I feel like it fucked with my body. Oh, yeah. I mean, I believe you on that. It's like I think everything in medicines was a fucky thing at one point. But also I wouldn't put it past it if I'm not sure. Like that's why I don't want to – don't quote me on it. But I think it was a dude that made it. And I'm pretty sure this guy was just doing it for his own benefit. You know you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> yeah. like let's be honest. Some dudes only think for their benefit. Yeah. Like, I'm like so like pro vasectomy. Oh, vasectomies for all, <laughs> dude. Like I talked to Brent about. It. I'm like, bro, I I will get one. I don't give a shit. Yeah, like, whatever. But it's just like I know they're not always reversible. So yeah, I mean, well, it would be more like, oh, we're gonna see if we wanna. Like I said, we just need resources at this point, and yeah. we're gonna just try that way. And if it doesn't, then we're done. Like, yeah, it's over with. But yeah, like I said, I just think of dudes sometimes make it for their own benefits. Yeah. Yeah. How did we get here? <laughs> Birth control. Everything. Everything. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like I said, I can talk to anyone about anything. Yeah. So I did. So looping it back around, I think. So once you start a podcast, let me know and I can like put it out on my socials. But I don't know, like if you wanted to do more like guy, like. Like gender, like typical gender guy type mm. episodes. But if you were looking to maybe just talk about like life or differences i do know someone that started a podcast with a guy and they would just i think the topic was um or like the basis of the podcast was uh talking about conflicting ideas like what is your thoughts what are my thoughts and kind of like going back and forth Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's kind of what you were looking for but if you i know you mentioned you kind of wanted a co-host i could give you her information yeah because that that's well that's one thing i listen to rogan for that reason it's like the dude brings on anyone yeah i I do like that about him he's open to hearing everyone's opinions i just sometimes think he can be toxic (laughs) oh yeah i I can see it i can see it with some of the stuff he does but it's it's more so i listen to it just because i want to learn like yeah about what the hell is there out there as well like Mm -hmm. I watched the one where the guy that hunts pythons in Florida, I'm like, that's cool as fuck. Like, I don't have Spotify. I'm such a nerd. <laughs> yeah. like I want to listen to it so bad. <laughs> you have to get it. Because they put videos with it. So you see these people. Yes. Yes. I see the clips on TikTok all the time. I'm like, I want to watch this episode. Well, you can watch the Elon Musk one on Twitter. Well, now it's called X. Oh, Because he okay. posted it there. Because Elon said, if I do this episode, I want to post it on X. And he mm-hmm. said, deal. So they literally have it. They eat a freaking sardine pizza. So there's that. <laughs> it's so stupid, dude. Elon is so bizarre. Like, man, Elon is just a wild guy. He's out there. Yeah. But the thing is, it's like, I know some people don't like him. I'm on the, I don't know how to feel about the guy. Yeah. But I also want to hear what he has to say. I know. So it's like, hmm. Like an interesting character. But also I think there's like something to like, 
you can listen to it. You don't have to get like terribly mad as long as they're not genuinely an awful person. Like Andrew Tate would never listen to him. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. So but like also recognizing that just because you're listening to someone doesn't mean you have to like take in every single thing that they say. Yeah. It's you just like just move on. Just have it to be an open opinion about it. Right. Like an open book because it's like. I I think some people aren't willing to like continue to learn no and they're just too stuck about their ways yeah i mean in the society we live in you kind of have to be open about everything now or else you're going to be left behind in the dark ages like yeah. some people's parents and you know stuff like yeah. that or your own parents so you know it, it just depends right but it's just like i know with rogan i w- hope one episode he does is um he wanted to put like presidential candidates together like i know he's like biden and trump i'm like that would have been just a really interesting thing but i feel like it would just been a freaking screaming contest yeah i think that's why he kind of said no to it because he's like i don't think i can get these people to actually like have a conversation i think if we had younger candidates out there that would be a little bit more interesting well, but unfortunately um, all of our options are pretty old i think he had rfk which he's running like uh i think whitney just had him yeah John, yeah, she did. She talked about it. That's who yes. it was. I thought I was like, I think Rowan did, but no. It was I Whitney. think they may have both. Both? I, I know Whitney mentioned it in the episode with Rogan. Yeah. They I, mean, I started like five minutes of it, so I don't know how it is. Well, because but... so Brenna, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because last night we were talking about it and I was like, he came up for some reason. I think we were, we were talking about Lana Del Rey because we like her. <laughs> yeah. um, but basically like. Uh, oh, yeah, so ASAP Rocky for some reason came up, then it led to Lana Del Rey, and then it led her national anthem video. And then from there, I was like, oh, this is Marilyn Monroe scene. And then it went from like, oh, Marilyn had an affair with JFK. Oh, okay. And then like the CIA, yeah. she were like, oh, CIA definitely killed Marilyn. And then like, it just went to a loophole. <laughs> oh, yeah, we never got to conspiracy theories. Oh, no. Oh, dude, that, that, that stuff is. <laughs> You'll have to come back on. Yeah. Um, and then the Kennedys, like, she told me about like their family, like, I guess. The dad, so John F. Kennedy's dad, they had he had a sister that she had anxiety and like depression, and so they scheduled her for a lobotomy without her even knowing. And oh my god, I think I have heard this as a potato, and then they completely shunned her out of the family, and she like disappeared and vanished. Her whole side of her family, and I'm like, what? And Brenda's like, I think everything that's happened to that family is because of karma, because JFK got killed, his brother got shot while he ran. So RFK's junior, the one that's now mm-hmm. his dad was a candidate got shot while he okay. was running and then i'm pretty sure it was him or some some other brother because they're irish catholic bunch of kids yeah died in airplane crashes and like these have had tragedy after tragedy after tragedy and she's like there's more to their family history that yeah they're when you have money you can make things happen but also oh, i yeah. do believe in karma what goes around comes around so it's like so i'm like well i wonder what if anything happens to this rfk it's Knock on wood. I know, right? It's just like <laughs> they're I don't gonna know, come man. after you. They're like, <laughs> you put this into the world. Oh, I was like, God, ah, I'm nobody, bro. Leave me alone. I'm like, I'm just a normal guy. IRS sends me a letter. You owe us a bunch of money. It's like, fuck. Yeah. You disappear. Yeah, right. But yeah, yeah. Look into the camera. Like, if anything happens to him, he is not suicidal. <laughs> no, not at all. But yeah, no stuff like that. It's like we were talking about. I'm just like. Man. Yeah, but yeah, conspiracy stuff—that's something I've been like the Egyptians, man. Yeah. I'm yeah, telling you, I told you, you about were like, that. oh, I've been like on this. I'm like, I have no clue what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> besides yeah. the fact that maybe like the aliens built the pyramids, but 
you'll have to we'll have to like do like have like omar come on and do like a whole conspiracy episode because like he has like his thoughts on this oh dude it's all about the Mes- like because people always think mesopotamia was first but they found the freaking book of kings which is like all no, pharaohs it's already over my head <laughs> well so mesopotamia like has always been considered like the oldest civilization okay but then the egyptians have been around so long they have a book called the book of kings because whether they were mm. at in egypt i guess it was full of jungle and everything okay and the book of kings is they have a list of every single like pharaoh or whatever mm-hmm. and it goes longer than the mesopotamian timeline hmm so they're like trying to like figure this out and it kind of makes sense because the egyptians taught the greeks math okay so there's deep into it i'm like oh there might be some shit in here i would like to hear more about this you'll have to come on for i know this could be in two parts so you'll have to come on for a third part oh yeah 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 for (laughs) sure but yeah it's just like because when i heard that i was like oh man i can talk to a native now about this (laughs) like I don't need yes. to be questioning Googling or yes. any of that crap. It's like, I love that so much. Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, I'm cause I, we like history. I like history. Brennan does too. And it's just like, yeah, he, he does too. I'm, like, I'm oh, convinced you guys are about to be best. Friends. I'm like, I want to know what happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. He comes back in January. So we'll all have to get together yeah. once he gets back and settled. So yeah. Just let me know when, cause yeah. I think my birthday is like mid January and we always just do a thing where we just go out. Okay. Yeah. So if he's back by that weekend, we'll just invite you and yeah. go from there. So. Yeah, let me know. But yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the Yo, podcast. It's been a long time coming. I, it has. You're definitely welcome back anytime. I know schedules can be crazy sometimes. I think we made up for the first one. Then <laughs> I know. It's I like, know. oh my gosh. Like, I know. I looked at my clock. I'm like, oh gosh. I haven't looked at my notes once. Oh, really? <laughs> no. Oh gosh. I hope we answered some of them though as we went. No, we did. We did. Okay. I always like to review them. Like, I, So I reviewed them this morning. And so... If it comes up, I like try to incorporate it. Cause... Well, I just save it for the next one, I guess. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like, I like was modifying my questions, and here we are. We didn't even need them, but well, I was literally telling Omar this, like last man. night. He he was like, "Are you ready?" I was like, "I am not worried for this at all." No, I can talk. And same. So, so it's like I can just talk, 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 talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we could talk to a fucking wall. So yeah, because I told Brown, I was like, I shouldn't be there too long. I think tops two hours. <laughs> She's like, I know better than that. Oh, she does. <laughs> she hasn't done anything. She just told me like, oh, we forgot freaking dust dusters or something at the store yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. She's not like, hey, are you almost done? She knows. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, she's like, I'm used to it, whatever. Well, I so appreciate it. Do you want, like, I don't know. Some people don't care if they people follow them, but. I don't care. Like, do you, you want to drop your handles it. or anything? It's dumb. It's from, <laughs> it's what people know me for. Okay. I've been to like Chicago shows and they're like, oh, it's Squirtle. And I'm like, fuck, I got to keep that username now. <laughs> it was something stupid. I like Pokemon growing up. Okay. So it's Squirtle, Squirtle. It's S-Q-U-I-R-T-L. Okay. And then just repeat it again. Okay. No E. So, yeah, yeah, that's the only way I can handle and then it just stuck. Right. Well, once you create a podcast, if you, you know, create an Instagram for it, I'll I'll post about it so then people can follow you. Yep. And you'll have to come back on once you do. And we'll have to just like this talk about up. if you actually started a golf one or if you talk about other life things. So. There's too many golf ones. Like, <laughs> I, wanna hit, I, I think I'd do better if it was just co- conversations. And stuff. Yeah. I I I, agree I think that. so personally. Yeah, I would come on it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we talked for three hours or something again, yeah. so it's like, well, there we go. But yeah, 
all right i mean i appreciate you having me on so yeah thanks, yeah Ken. thank you so much for coming yep. over uh everyone can follow me at abby mccarville and follow the oat pod and just a little bit of a reminder if you're only listening to this i also have it on youtube Oh.